Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Hope you're having a good day. You know what? We all need people in our lives. You know, even as a pastor of a church, you have a lot of people, and a lot of everybody's your friend. I, I think the whole church is my friend, but you have to have other people you spend time alone with. I have a group uh, that I've spent a lot of time with over the years. I have close friends that I spend time with. I had a best friend that I've told you about, my friend Mel, who recently, suddenly passed away, Mel and Joy, and in a very difficult time in my life. But you know what? God's given me other friends, and Joy is still there for me. And, And a lot of people in my church I feel very, very close to. And we go and we do things with them. But we need people to bounce things off of. We need to share each other's troubles and problems. In this way, obey the law of Christ, is what Galatians, Paul said to the Church of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 2. Our Heavenly Father, open up the door that we all could have friendships. Put us in the path of people that will encourage us. Put us in a path of people that we may encourage. God, help us to realize the importance of each other. Help us to realize the importance of the body of Christ, the church. Help us to realize that we need each other for encouragement, for growth, for who we are in life, and, Lord, to enjoy life. You want us to enjoy life abundantly, Lord. I think of Solomon in Ecclesiastes saying, enjoy life to the fullest. And you know that everything has a time and a season, but God, more than anything, enjoy life. And God, help us to enjoy life. Thank you for these great listeners, Lord. Thank you that they put up with me. God, I thank you they put up with my lousy English. And Lord, they put up sometime with my corny thoughts. But God, they're great people. Bless them today in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, do you need others in your life? How about that question? Do you need others in your life? The answer is yes. What one step can you take to connect with another believer at a more genuine level? heart-to-heart level. That's why small groups are important. I, I'm i in, involved in a pretty good-sized church, and yet I'm in a small group. And by the way, I don't run the small group. I have my friend John and Holly who run our small group, and there's 10 of us in that small group when they're all there. And we just enjoy, we just studied the book of Romans, had a great study of the book of Romans. And we just, in fact, had dinner at Winger's the other night just to uh, have fellowship after our study was over. Now we're over for the summer. We're going to actually join in with a couple others that are going on at the church. We always have something going Wednesday night. If somebody needs to study, we've always got groups on Wednesday night that's uh, certainly open to anybody who wants to come. And I'll probably start going to those now because I enjoy the fellowship. With people, but our small group are real close. We know each other's needs. We know what's going on. When our our leader John had a motorcycle wreck, and we were there for him and cheering him on, and now he's much better. And he sold his motorcycle. He's had enough of that. Now he's got a side by side that's safer that has a roll bar and and all sorts of things. But uh, it, it's so great to share those things, and we share the needs, and they, and we share the the truths, and we pray for each other's kids. We do all sorts of things. We need each other. God intends for us to weave our lives together. Together, The Bible calls this fellowship. Fellowship is experiencing life together. That includes unselfish, loving, and being honest. My daughter and son-in-law, they go to another church. They go to Rock Harbor Church, and they're involved in a small group. And that church is huge. Our church is small next to that. Our church 
when things are normal, run six to six fifty. Rock Harbor, when things are normal, run close to three thousand. And so they they have small they have small groups, and they love it because they get to know these eight to ten people. You know, every Christian needs to be involved. I think in some kind of small group, whether in your church or in your life, in your family, in your home, in your Sunday school class or Bible study. I think it's important. We we need each other. We need somebody to relate to. Instead of the large experience, you come to church where you have all these hundreds of people, and you say hi, how you doing? And you know them kind of at a at a glance, but you really haven't spent any time with them. We experience authenticity in genuine fellowship. It's not superficial. It's not uh, surface level. It's genuine, and sometimes it hurts to even share. But it's so neat to know somewhere that the people care for you. They know when you're struggling with your feelings, when you're having some fears, some weaknesses, some doubts, and even in your strengths, they're rooting you on. You know, and yes, some people say, well, that's a risk, letting people into your life. It means facing our fears and exposure and facing rejection and being hurt. All of us probably have been hurt somewhere in life. People have treated us poorly. We've been hurt. Somebody didn't choose us for what we wanted to be chosen for, and we were hurt. You know, I remember a job years ago that I should have had. I knew I qualified for back when I was 22 years old. I qualified more than anybody because I'd been in that and I had tremendous success and everything. And the man chose somebody else for the job. I was so hurt. And I don't hurt. I was angry. Long story short, I ended up taking that man's job. Uh, about a year later, the, the head man's job, not the job I was after. And God opened up doors for me. But I remember the hurt I had when that happened. And sometimes we let that wear us down. We let those things beat us down. You know, we need to grow spiritually. We can grow spiritually by giving of ourselves, becoming vulnerable for the sake of growing. Listen to that. I wrote this in my journal. Becoming vulnerable for the sake of of growing, honesty with each other, a drive to pray with for each other, open the door of communication. Lord, help me to pray more for my friends. Lord, we, we pray for specific things, and we always pray for you know our families and this kind of thing. But there's some. I need to pray more for specific things personally. I need to do that. Let's make it a challenge this week to make a little list out and pray for those things. I've told you before, my dad had a list of like 600 names he prayed for all the time. He prayed for them all the time. I have a guy in my church that prays during both our services. His name is Jay, great guy. He's done this now for, he's just finishing his seventh year and he's in a prayer room by himself and he has a list of every single person in the church and he prays by name for every single person in the church. See, we experience the love of others when we share with others. We have mutual concerns, and we see sympathy. You know, we need to trust that God would help us grow by sharing with one another. James 5.16 says, make this a common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together uh, whole and healed. He said that, make this a common practice, he says. Confess your sins to each other. Tell your friends, your close friends in your group that you're struggling with something. Let's become open and say, pray for me, would you? Galatians 6, 2, share with each other's troubles and problems. In this way, obeys the law of Christ. 
you're doing what Christ has asked you to do. In Psalm 133.1, David says, How wonderful it is, how pleasant for God's people to live together in harmony. We need fellowship. We need a place where we can lay it out on the table where, you know, when if, if a place of grace where you mistakes aren't rubbed in, but they're rubbed out, fellowship and forgiveness go together because we are all imperfect people, people. <laughs> you like that? We're all imperfect people, people. We're all sinful people. We hurt each other, sometimes intentionally and sometimes unintentionally. That means we need mercy. We need grace to live together. We need to offer and receive it. We need fellowship one with another. Forgiveness is the hub of our relationship with others. I wrote that in my journal. Fellowship is the hub of our relationship with others. If we cannot forgive, we are blocking God's channels in working in our lives. If you are holding on to any unforgiveness today, in the name of Jesus Christ, give it to him now. Give it to him now. Allow his presence to overshadow you. God wants you to be real before him. You're not hiding anything from God. He knows the depth of your heart. He knows what you're thinking and why you're thinking it. You know, it's just so important that we stay in tune with him. Lord, help us. Help us, O oh Lord, to build fellowship and relationships with each other, that be authentic. Lord, that we would throw off the mask. Teach us to show love, concern, sympathy for those that are hurting, and not to judge them because they don't have the perfect life, because they're not living exactly how you think they should live. Lord, help us to live as you would have us live. Help us to be in tune with you. Give us strength, Lord, in our weaknesses. Put us together with people that we can trust, that we can grow together in you. I pray, God, that the fellowship in the churches in the Treasure Valley would be sweet. They would be awesome. And they, God, in turn, with life would be changed in these people's lives. Lord, I pray you'd grow your churches that many people would come to the churches in the Treasure Valley and, and make it a point to want to bring their friends so that they can know you in a powerful way. Lord, love us, help us, forgive us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know what? God's plan is much bigger than ours. God's future is much bigger than we see. God knows the way through the wilderness. All we have to do is follow. Strength for today is mine all the way. All I have to do is follow. He loves you so very much. He has such a plan for you. Find a group of believers. Hang out, get to know them, share together. Have your life enriched by others and enrich, en enrich others' lives by your life. God wants to use us, but we've got to take him seriously. We've got to do something about it. We can't just keep listening to radio shows and sermons and reading the Bible and not acting. Lord, help us to act. May God bless you. May God show you his hand this great day. Have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.